Internet, this episode is brought to you by the good folks at Bevel. Let me tell you something. Buy your significant other something that they could really enjoy, okay? People shave, girls shave, men shave. You want to stay fresh, you want to stay clean, head on over to getbevel.com forward slash Pete. Check out what Bevel has to offer. Get yourself a discount. They got the razor, the buzzer. Listen, I want you to stay so fresh and so clean. Go to getbevel.com forward slash Pete. Check out what they got going on. Grab something. Do it for the culture. But more so, do it for the Premium Pete Show. Cheer. Come on, everybody, get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want to scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. It's the Premium Pete Show. Internet, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show, man. The internet. Listen, I'm excited. Listen, my guy, uh, the one and only... Ebro Darden. Hi. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, we go through a couple of AKAs. Uh, old Man Ebro. Yeah. Before we get into Old Man Ebro, what are some other handles that you... Copy? I don't really... I'm not... You know, early in the easy for... The easy days, like, you know, um, they used to call me Ebreezy. Ebreezy, okay. Back no young, before... Young, young Ebro? No young? No, nah, I never was into the youngs. I was Ebreezy before Chris Breezy took it, and then mm-hmm. he took it, and I had to have... I was like, yo, you took my Breezy. Like, it, you know, <laughs> Flex used to call me. It was my thing. And then, you know, it went... People, well, there's a lot of breezies and easies out in there, so whatever. Who you cares? had to copyright that shit. Who gives a shit? Hey, listen, Ebro, listen, first of all, thanks for taking the time. We're up yeah. in the uh, uh, illustrious uh, studios of Hot 97. Yeah, I want to apologize, too, to you because um, it's very um, hard for me to get to, because of my schedule, sure. to get to the studios um, for your program, so I appreciate you. Yeah, most Take definitely. I remember when we did uh, an episode of years ago with Combat, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you gave that offer, and I was like, yo, if it's easier for you, you know, hey, listen, yeah. sometimes you got to, you know, like the crazy thing is I don't take it personal because I know you're in a busy schedule, and we'll get to that. You're doing a morning show, and then you're doing uh, Beats 1, you know, and, and so it's like your schedule, like, and we'll, like I said, we'll get to it, but that's a crazy schedule when you think about it, plus trying to be a father, yeah. plus trying to be yourself, yeah. you know. You know, you you, you got to get something to drink, something to eat. Maybe sometimes get a little, you know, something, something. Yeah. You know? The something, something's, as you know, as being a dad, the something, something's start to happen a little bit few and far in between. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's like babies crying, meat frying. I know I know you don't you share know? that. Are, are you married? Uh, no, I'm not okay, married. But you're no. with, are you with the, your um, daughter's mother? We are, we are, uh, we are co-parenting as okay, they say. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I don't mean to get on your business, but was that your girl when you had uh, the um, kid? Or we were we were like friends who decided we wanted to have a baby. You know what I mean? And then went down that path. Like that. You know, she wanted a baby. I wanted a baby. You know, we was fucking around, having a good time. She's accomplished in her own regard, money, blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. So it was one of those. And for me, with my life, um, it made sense, and it yeah. still makes sense. You know what I mean? So we're good. Yeah, you know, having a daughter. I will tell you one thing too. I had a daughter when I was twenty four years old. 23, about to be 24. I'll be honest, I was a knucklehead running around. That shit really changed my life. And what I mean by that, just the way I look at women, but more importantly, just how I want people to not treat my daughter a certain way. I remember fucking with girls and then, you know, being, being kind of savage with them. And, and then I, I changed my styles real quick because I was like, damn, I don't want nobody to do that to my mm-hmm. daughter when she gets older, even though that may not help. But I just felt like it, it, it made me softer a little bit. Just in the fact of like, you know. Yeah, like, I, you know, I would say that I've never been, 
I was a scumbag in the sense that if I wanted to fuck, I was going to figure out a way to fuck. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But I was never like the dude who was like kicking some girl out of my house. Like I was never that guy. Mm-hmm. I was never the guy who's like trying to fuck your friends. Like if I me and you was fucking around, I wasn't trying to fuck your friends or your cousins or you so, know, I wasn't trying to do all that. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Yeah, but I was fucking and, and everybody knew like, yo, he gonna yeah. try to fuck you. I'm gonna be yeah. like, yes, I, yeah. that's ex- exactly what's gonna happen. Not in a foul way, you know, no disrespect. You're gonna get some food. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna, you know what I mean? It's, that's it. We'll get, place to sleep, you, a ride you know what home. I'm saying? But once after that moment of us enjoying each other, if there's some, you know, some, a spark or something interesting, then maybe we continue on and we figure it out from there. If there's nothing there, then, you know, we keep it moving. Yeah. No disrespect. No, no, listen. I, I just, I, I've definitely faded on some people who was texting me like, hey, and I just, you know, on some coward shit where it's like, I don't want to be the one to be like, I just, that shit was whack. Like, hmm. So you just fade, they get mad at you. You're a dick. I can't believe you used me for sex. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, I'm a dick. And Sometimes. I don't want to tell you that your sex is whack. I want you to not text me anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, tough, it's tough sometimes. Yeah. Let me ask you something. In, in, in the workforce, right? I know they don't like people being with each other that work with each other. Like, yeah. uh, not nepotism. What do they call that? Uh, um, I don't know if it has an official title other than just not a good idea. But... I, I think that I heard, I don't know where I heard this. I'm not saying that it's, it's, it's a fact, but I'm saying that they feel that it's a great place to meet people who work for us because you work with them, you get to know each other. You know, over the years, you know, have you ever met somebody that... Never. No, never? I've never fucked with somebody. I've only fucked with somebody either before we work together mm-hmm. or after we finish working together. Mm-hmm. Those are the good ones where you work with someone that you was kind of like, yo, she bad. So now, when she stopped working there, you could be like, "Yo, so what's up?" <laughs> she ain't went there. I never fuck. I never like shitting where shitting where I eat. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't do that because people don't handle it well, right? Um, you have that. You have um, when there are fights. I've seen this mm. where it's like someone that you work with is dating somebody else in the building, and they're having like a fight, or they went out to lunch and got into an argument, and now they come back to work and they huffing and puffing and doing all that stupid ass shit. Um, so I've seen it, but I've never been in those situations. You know, we, we before we got on air, we were speaking about just being in the same building. Like Hot has been here for 15 years, I think. Longer. Was, okay. Well, yeah, you've been nah, here for 15 I've years. I've been in this building since 2003. Okay. So, yeah. so let's take it even back. Let's go there. So you you come here. You grew up in Oakland, right? Yes. Well, Raider, Raider fan, up, right? I, yeah, I'm a Raider fan. Was raised in the Bay Area, Berkeley, Oakland. My parents split up, and then I split time in between. Did some school in Oakland, Bay, Berkeley, Bay Area, and then did... High some high school and a little bit of college in Sacramento. What made you even come to New York? The job. Mm-hmm. They so hired ha- me for how the did job. You, how did you hear about it? Did you somebody? No, told you? I actually turned the job down. Mm-hmm. Um, Hot ninety seven. Hot ninety seven's job. What kind of job? Music director. Okay. Um, and assistant program director. So Tracy Clarity, um, was looking for somebody for the job. She was the PD at the time, and um, they had uh, who was here before me. Uh, my dude Sean was here. He went on to work for Ludacris, Shaka Zulu, okay, and all okay. that. And they were all radio guys, you know, Ludacris radio sure, guy, sure. Shaka Zulu radio guy. Um, so they went in, into that world. And then um, Sean left, left the job open, and they was interviewing for the job. And I was programming a radio station I had started in Sacramento. Uh, it was called The Bomb, 103.5 The Bomb. Mm-hmm. And um, I also started a, helped start a radio station with Paul Allen, of Microsoft in Portland, okay. Oregon. Really? So I was working two jobs. I would do mornings in Portland, program in Sacramento. So that was between um, 99 and 2001. And so you just, you know, it's an industry. So 
They're looking for people who understand radio. They're looking for people who have experience in programming. Because a lot of people think it's just like we just pick songs, but it's long. It's more than that. It's it's you know sound design of how sure. the station sounds. It's um, helping the jocks you know execute in a certain way and relationship building too. Um, that's like that is a part of it, but. And it is about having relationships and being able to navigate the music industry and make sure that you know who's making the hot content and who's going to be the hot shit, but also more about how you're going to manage the sound of the radio station, read research, understand the ratings, and all of the bu- you know the business shit. The reason why I say relationship building for us because even something that happened so long ago, you look at with Rosenberg and Nicki Minaj. You were the program director at yeah. that time, right? Yeah. And, you know... Did you give a fuck that that happened? You know what I mean? Meaning like that she didn't show up, that that, that she made... Yeah, I, mean, I, I, know well, I, cared, was... I cared for the people who bought tickets to the show. Okay. You know, I cared for Summer Jam. I didn't care that an artist was mad that somebody didn't like their song because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've always felt like... I, I never want to work at a place where people have to act like... The DJs have to act... Well, Look, like they like shit. Like, they, like, your job as a DJ is not to like every record that you play. Good luck with that. Yeah. You're never. If, if as a DJ you think you're gonna like every record that you play, mm-hmm. you will never be a popular DJ. You yeah. will never. Or somebody reach. working in radio, you know, that you can't like every record that you hit. But here's the thing: you're not gonna like every record. You're not gonna like every artist. You're not gonna like every person you work with. You're not gonna like every person you interview. But your job is to create content to compel and entertain the audience. I think the audience, um, not the audience, him. I think the artists. What they like. I, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's an emotional state. Now that we're in like comedy, like look at comedy, right? You can't, you gotta be careful what you say in these days. Years ago, comedy was, they say whatever the fuck they want. Artists always got offended. No, but here, but check this out. And I want to hear, the reason why I bring this up for is even you look at somebody like, I forgot where I heard this, but it's something similar to what I want to bring up with Offset, right? Mm-hmm. You put up, he put up something about 250,000, right? Yeah. You put up something, right? I don't even think he put it up. I just saw it on a blog. Okay, you saw it, but here's, it might have been fake. Here's the point I'm making, right? He, the reason why I think some of these artists, man, I'm not speaking for them, is they feel that like because you're a person, not only you but other people are in a high caliber that maybe it could affect their money. Yes. Now, you know, do you think of that when when you say something like that? Um, no, because mm. I'm not thinking about. Look, that would be like me asking if they think about my feelings when they go do the interview with my competition. Yeah. No, but they don't they, think about me. They don't give a fuck about me. They're going to do. They're going to do whatever they do to promote their career, sure. right? I'm having conversations with people who listen to me or participate in the content that I make because that's my relationship with them and that compels them to be a part of what I'm doing. That's my job. So if I'm having a conversation about Offset or any artist making $250,000 for a verse, I feel compelled to be like, this. I ain't never heard of no shit like this. Yeah. And, I, and, and matter of fact, if... If this is real and this is happening and somebody's going to give you that kind of money, you should probably consider owning the entire song, not taking the bag. Yeah. Now, you know is, it, is it that you don't feel that he's worthy? No, of just two, nobody okay. gets those prices. Yeah. It's not a thing. It's yeah. not him. Because of your knowledge of the game. and I've never yeah. heard of someone getting $250,000, especially in the state that we live in. Mm. Like, I don't think anybody got those numbers in the 90s. Yeah. And it was mad money. I just think that some artists, even though it's like, it's a popular game of putting yourself out there on, on every level. You know what I'm saying? People want to show, you know, watch it. It wasn't, and by the way, it wasn't about Offset. I like, I like the Migos for what they sure, are. Sure. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm entertained by them. I like songs of theirs. Um, but it was more about just being honest with people in the industry or even an upcoming artist that if that's your expectation that you would ever... 
get paid that kind of money. That just doesn't happen anymore. And it was funny to me that somebody would put that out. What happens if your salary, say you had to do like a restructure contract with Hot 97, mm-hmm. and they put your salary out there, and for people to just say, you know, what, depict or, 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 or kind of like... I've had it. I don't give a shit. No, I'm saying that, but they don't do that. I'm saying, but but if you were in the other uh, way around, like say if they said Ebro's going to get three million, three point five million for two years. Look at that, Ebro. Look at that. No, I'm saying I probably tell them before they told. And now it's on Shade Room. Yeah, right? go. It's on all these things that people put Have in the comments. Have at it. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Okay, you know. I no, no, I know. I know. I know. Do you, do you even read the YouTube comments? No, never. No? If you have time to comment on you, I, look, I'm 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 an asshole. So in the sense that like I'm a, I'm a firm believer that while we're all humans and we all deserve respect and our basic needs, we not all the same. Mm. We not. Mm. Yeah. I didn't work as hard as I did to be the same as you. Yeah. That's not why I put in the time I put in. I put in the time I put in to be different. Just like anybody else who put in the time that they put in whatever whether they gave that time for free, whether they you know what I'm saying? Whatever they did to get where they're going to refine their skill or, or, or people who fucking, you see them, it's fucking 5.05 a.m. Motherfuckers is running 13 miles before work. Yeah, They're not doing that to be the same as me and you. Mm. They're doing that because they are like, yo, I'm going to be at a different level, physically, mentally, whatever. Like, Floyd Mayweather's not the same sure. as other boxers. I don't give a fuck if we like him or not. He is physically, intellectually, when it comes to that craft, not the same. Mm. Michael Jordan is not the same. Like, Jay-Z. Not the same. There we go. He's not the same. How's the relationship with Jay these days? It's good. Yeah. yeah. Now, being a program director, being a morning, morning show, and I know that you know we're in a world where Jay could hear things. I could do a podcast, Jay could hear something. He hope he probably will. He's hove, man. Well, I've done stuff with Memphis Bleep, I'm sure he heard about it. Yeah. But I'm saying, or heard about it. But, but I'm saying with you. And sometimes they, they look at shit from a microscope and say, damn, why you say that? Did you, of ever, course. you ever have any? Yeah? Of course. And he just, he, how do you resolve Hove it? Hove doesn't care. Like, Hove doesn't care at all. The only time I could remember that Hove ever hit me about anything was, I forget what it was, the Cam, something with Cam and him having beef. And Cam or came him up being him? mad about something that can't, a like record or being mad at Cam. And we was I was on with Miss Jones. This is at the okay, Miss Jones. Man, that's days. early. Yeah. And um he hit me and was like, make sure everybody knows I don't give a fuck. Mm. <laughs> that was it. Texted you that? Yeah. Email. I, yeah. yeah, it was email. What about, it was Blackberry what about, days. What about when he when he went boy, damn Blackberry, man? What about when him and Flex, like when Flex was like uh, going, you know, No, nah, he never hit he me. never hit you about that? Well, remember the Flex thing with the it's hove, H O V. Yeah. yeah. I don't re- I don't remember Hove asked me for Flex's information. Mm. Like he wanted when to that call was going him, down. But it was a I don't think it was about f- anything Flex like he didn't have a problem with Flex. Mm. It exploded when Flex when he, I guess according to Flex he texted Flex in capital letters. People forget that that's how Flex's brain works. That's how crazy Flex is. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you Flex's mean by that? Flex's brain works like that. Like Hove said it's H-O-V And H-O-V was in capital letters If you listen back to the Flex thing He was like Don't text me in capital letters Your name in caps yeah. Like Flex was offended at the notion That you he would put his name in caps Yeah <laughs> You know what I'm saying oh So then it exploded God. Because I was the one that gave 
hove his cell to okay. text him and then but when he when you gave him the number you didn't say everything cool or you just gave it to him yeah I didn't you know. didn't even hit flex and let him know you know how the old school style is like it's jay-z and funk master flex oh, why would i have to let like i i don't know if, if if somebody hit me you know if you hit me and was like yo i'm looking for combat's number i'm gonna hit combat but yo ebro's looking for your number i just want i'm gonna give it to him is that yeah cool? but yeah but that's not Jay-Z and Funkmaster Flex. No, I, and no I, I, disrespect I know, to combat, no, no, no. but no, it's, that's me in combat. This is Jay-Z and Funkmaster Flex. Hove hit me and was like, yo, I'm trying to get a hold of Flex. Hoping, you know, me, shit might be a record. Yeah, okay, okay, we shit. just did the Otis movie, right? Okay, like yep, the whole yep, yep, yep. shit. Maybe you want to come up. We might get Scoosive. another freestyle. Let's get Scoosive. it. Scoosive. Like, I'm not going to go through the whole like, yo, is it cool? Of yeah. course it's cool. It's fucking Jay-Z. <laughs> Answer the fuck goddamn you. phone. <laughs> now, as I've known you over the years, you've yeah. always come off like, first of all, I do consider you professional. I do consider you crazy, but you got to be crazy to be creative. But there's times where I felt like you were very rah-rah. And what I mean I by that. rah-rah, yeah, yeah. But I, my question to you is this. Are you, and there's times where, you know, you argue with people like, yo, let's do it. Let's come. You, you, you became very successful over the years. You built something really nice for yourself and built something that you could leave for your kids. Like, I'm sure like, you know, mo- money-wise and, you know, all your decisions. Sometimes this game, like people want to test you. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to be tested? And what I mean by that is like, I know, I know you, like, I know you come off I mean, as a I tough guy. Com- well, nah, nah but I don't, I don't want to come off as a tough guy. I think what it is, is I'm going to defend my position. But are you going to fight with these kids outside of a club and then risk to go to it's jail? It's happened. It's happened. But you got to be in the morning show in the morning. Yeah, it's happened. I, I'm, but not, I'm saying not how recently. far are you willing to go for, like, here, I'll give you an example. Not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do anything to put myself in jail. But these kids will, like for instance, okay. Well, tax, then if right? you make you make your move, make like, your move. Like like with tax, right? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you and him. You know, he he would come at you on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Did you ever run into him in in, in the streets? Yeah, all the time. Okay, and nothing. So so you used to argue on Twitter and never and never nothing. Yeah, went early on we was arguing, going back and forth on Twitter. I see him at the. Uh, 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 What's the shit? Henny Palooza. Oh, There's Henny video Palooza, of yeah. us talking to Henny Palooza. No, no, I know, but when I'm, I had him up here on um he, when he would be promoting rappers. Um, Naima Supreme. Yep, 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 yep. Come on, he put, he put on. I'll tell you one thing. I mean, he, I know Schmurda, Bobby yep, Schmurda. Yep, I got from him. Designer, Millie Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, designer. I didn't get designer from who put me on designer. Bobby Trends, but it came from the same world. Like Tax was on the helping people get the shit. But play, why like, do you think you and him had a problem? And what I mean by I that don't is, know. Okay, we didn't have a real problem until he tried to disrespect my family. Mm. And then at that point, I didn't talk. And to you him. never forgave him for that because I didn't understand. Like, why would you even play with my family? Mm. I don't, I don't play those games. Yeah. Now, now didn't he? Didn't he try to reach out and apologize? Mm-hmm. I think, and then did you bang on him or something like that. I told him suck my dick. I, I, I don't do it. And the one thing I don't do. See, I'm from the hood. I don't do the break up to make up shit. Mm. Where people start a problem so they could fix the problem and then try to be chummy chum. Because I'm not. A, I'm laughing. Like you know me, Pete. I be out laughing most yeah. of the time unless somebody's talking shit. And if people's talking shit, then we all talking shit. Let's get it. Like let's do it. And then if your feelings get hurt, you want to take it up a notch. Then your feelings is hurt. Fuck yeah. you. I don't care. But you know, I, I'm from. I'm from a family that talks a lot of shit. I'm from a neighborhood. Neighborhoods that talk a lot of shit. I play football and basketball. I talk a lot of shit. Um, but in a world where you can take like my family, who's not my daughter, but my daughter's mother, and then you put her up on your gram and you talking about your dick and doing all that. I didn't go, and I didn't, by the way, I didn't go back at him and try to do the whole arguing back and forth. Like, oh, okay, you want to play around, so you want to you see 
how I move when I'm tested. That's what you want. Yeah. So I went and I just showed him. I can get to your executives. Got him suspended. Oh, yeah, from, I ain't getting fired. From, from just go sit down. MTV. Just so you know, I can get to people and you just go sit down like that. Yeah, from MTV. Yeah. And that's when he when, when he. Got oh, suspended. yeah, you know, the internet. Oh, you, you got tax fired. He ain't fired. Mm. He ain't fired. So, I just want to know I can get to. I just want him to know. Keep playing around with my family. I get to your pockets. So, so I'm gonna hurt you but, where it really. But, but hurts. when you see, so you never seen him after that. Like after you, mm-hmm. you got. No, I never okay. saw him like that. But now when he got um, sentenced mm-hmm. and you know got arrested, I, I don't know why I seen. I don't know this. I'm just asking. I seen that somebody saying like that you were on on air. Spoke about it. Do mm-hmm. you, did you take it serious or you felt bad? No, I took or did it. You laugh? I mean, the only part I didn't take serious was I didn't say his name during the interview. Mm. After the after the incident, it wasn't during the sentencing. It was during the in the incident. Yeah. Where people was trying to say he was involved. We had Lisa Evers on. Um, you know, that was during that part. When a black man, a woman, anyone goes to jail, I don't really find that funny. So you so you felt And bad. I don't feel it's funny that somebody got killed. Yeah. Like, and I'm not really like the whole thing I didn't like. There's so many layers of the shit that I didn't like. But when it comes to like, I was saying his real name. I yeah. wasn't, you yeah. know, cause I, you know. I felt like I don't gotta say his name, but like, you no. That. But you look at it like he disrespected you. You said your family, right? And and then you know you called up to get him, you know, canceled from the MTV. Not spot. canceled. He didn't oh, get okay, canceled. He was suspended. Yeah, he was but bad. the point I'm trying to make is, if you think about it, even with that Troy shit, do you think that if if whatever went down, that if someone would have been in the middle of a mediator, this shit could have been, you know, not happened. Even with you, like meaning, like if someone, yeah, I mean, I how think do it, we how do we get past? I think it's well in this resolving shit. Um. Time, you sometimes it. it's time. Sometimes it's time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes beefs ain't like you talking about. I'm a I'm a square man. I work in an office. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. Out, I'm not out here claiming no gangs or affiliated mm-hmm. or moving no around. Sets. With, no sets. Uh, no sets. No Oakland sets either. Nah, okay. none of that. I'm not involved in that. Are you but, putting a, a B in front instead of a C? You're not doing never. that. Okay, okay. I don't even play. I don't even think that's cute. Like okay. I'm from a time where you don't even play. Sure. Like the, even the dances and people doing little dances and it became. Q, I'm from a time that wasn't cute. Like you was getting probably get washed if you did that back in the day. Finished. Mm. You know, canceled. You done. Like what? Um, but um, saying all that to say that I knew that my situation because it's me. It's not me and some affiliates or whatever. It was not going to go to that level. Like I'm not. And then in the, the Urban Plaza situation, you have people who are coming into a situation disrespecting the venue. The fact that guns was even in the venue. Made me look at those individuals sideways. You're in Manhattan, sure. bro. You're in Manhattan. Sure. You're not in some dive in wherever New York City. You're you're sure. in Manhattan. Like the fact that y'all took Irving Plaza, Irving Plaza, in fucking what's that neighborhood? Fourteenth, Pitsy. No, it's in Fourteenth Street. You talking about Union Square? Yeah, like Chelsea. Or Chelsea, whatever. Chelsea. Yeah. What the fuck, are we talking about? Um, y'all took guns into a place where hip hop can make money outside the street. Yeah. That was the part of, of that I was the most upset about, right? Is the fact that, um, you know, it's always, I was always brought up a code of ethics in hip hop that you don't allow the street to bubble over into the venues and into the, to the business part because then you fucking up everybody's chances to make sure. money, right? So that's the part I was the most upset about on both sides. That's Troy. Sure. Um, and whoever else brought guns so, Yeah, because we don't know who, you know. I don't know whoever, whoever. We don't even know who the shooter is or who anybody is. We don't is. know none of that. But that's what, and then you have people who went to see a show. Yeah. Get involved. Right? And you know, like, that's fucking up everybody's money. Yeah. The security, the bartenders, the sound man, the DJ, other artists. Like, 
That's the part I was most upset. In a short amount of time, you think that tax was important to the culture? I think he definitely made a mark. Yeah. yeah. I think he definitely, I mean, definitely. Look what he accomplished. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he you know, he had people talking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's. It's, you know, not to cut you off, but it's funny because I remember years ago you were saying people in this world, like in our circle, in the community of hip hop, They'll complain, oh, Ebro's a punk, Ebro's this, Ebro's that, because they want to be on the box. I remember mm-hmm. using those exact words. Like, Yo, they're just mad because they want to be on the box. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in some of the sentences sense you were saying, that shit was kind of right. Like Meaning like people just, they want to they, they be where you want to say what they want to say. Yeah. They're mad that you get a chance to do that. But at the same time, I do think that we come to a point in time where people don't need to be on the box they anymore. Don't. They create their own podcast, yes. video, yes. YouTube. You know, it, it, has that been amazing to see? I love it. And not from tax. I'm talking about like overall everybody. everybody. Yeah. I mean, any format. Yeah. Or, or the ability. I mean, I think the internet, that's one of the great things about the internet is that it has removed barriers to entry. You yeah. know what I'm saying? On everything. Music, movies, any, you could create anything you want in your laptop, bedroom, whatever. Mm-hmm. Get it out to fans and make some money on it. Yeah. You know, we spoke about mentioning names. Now, you know, I don't want to go through all this. This is not only a beef episode, but with Charlemagne, I know the whole thing with the picture and I take it, but for a while, you <laughs> never, you just never mentioned his name mm-hmm. or the the Power 105. Now he's mentioned names. It, I never understood the reason behind that. When I, why when I, not or why? No, why you never mentioned his name. You didn't want to give them well, credit because no, everybody was, knew who you were talking about. Like, yeah, you know, no, when, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would A, bait, try to bait the audience into having a conversation about who I was talking about. Mm. B, in, you know, in radio and how we get ratings, there was a time where it was about memory. Yeah. It wasn't about uh, your behavior. So now your behavior, what you, it's a piece of your memory of what you think about turning on, but it's also what you, what you are turning on, mm. right? So there was a time in radio in the 90s and television too where it was a popularity contest, mm. right? Where they send you something and you write down what you listen to. You're supposed to listen, you write down what you oh, listen to. Oh, like a survey. To. Yes. So people would write down their favorite. They used to get favorite. money for that, right? Yeah, they, they still get... do. They okay. still do. Send your money. So people would write down their favorite. Mm. So by me reminding you a name, it, uh, it, uh, if you had a rating survey or whatever in your hand, that would then possibly prompt you to write down the name I was talking about. If I left your name out, then... The audience isn't reminded. They're not thought thought about it. They don't think about mm, it. So that's mm. really a programming tactic. Yeah. So is it really like a Hot ninety seven Power one hundred five beef? The reason why I say that for us, I've been in streetwear for a long time. Been around Adidas people, Nike people. I never forget one time I got invited to this Adidas joint. I was in L A. This Jordan dude was like, "Yo, I like to come, but the Adidas dudes are there. What the fuck? You think this is blood of Crips? Pull up, man. They ain't fucking worried well, about some, you. Some people, some depending on the company, it's like that. Um, is it is it taught like that? Like, do you do? You no, it teach? depends on the company. Like, I would when I was when I was programming here, I wouldn't allow DJs to do parties together. Mm. But more of that was about strategy, right? Because I felt like we had the biggest DJs in the city, mm. and why would you stand next to this new cat, or why would you stand next to this cat? No, let's go take their club from them. Mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? That was just more of a strategy of of, of marketing and whatever, right? Mm. Um, because that's how I came up in radio, right? Like. We are trying to get the most listeners we can. Sure. And that's how we get the most money. That's how we get the most advertising dollars. Would that ever blow up in your face? Like, meaning, like, no where people are like, what the fuck are you trying to do? Like, get a call, like, from maybe Clue oh, or anybody? No. Yeah, fuck. No, never. So what? You like Clue? Cool? Yeah, we're cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, even with Charlemagne, I mean, I know you, you know, you've had your issues, and I'm sure he didn't want to take a picture 
Um, from what I know, <laughs> no, I know, I know, and and we'll get into that. But but from what I know, Sean, man, I'll be honest with you, man. Like uh, he's a nice, he's guy. a good dude, man. Yeah, like, I, I, and and he does help a lot of people, like yourself. I know that yeah. you have put on a lot of people too. Um, I mean, deep down, do you do you think that he's talented? And absolutely, and, and, um, I've told him that. Yeah, I told him that. Yeah. Just because I don't like your content per se, or I don't think that you're um, good at certain things, doesn't mean I don't think you're talented overall, or yeah. smart, or funny, or whatever. He's all that. Because you know, breakfast comes amazing. Sometimes I say to myself, uh, you know, that they gone for so long already. Morning shows, it's hard to last. Right. I mean, you see, how many did you go through since you've been here? I put on shit, Miss Jones, uh, and just what's an average two. for a, a morning? I would show, say like say? six years, seven. Oh, okay, years. Okay, okay, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because you're, it's um, it don't, it takes you two, three years to get going. You were here when Big Boy was. Uh, yeah. no, I hated that. As a yeah, New Yorker, you know I hated that. I shit. love him, but I, didn't, I it wasn't for the city. He wasn't even here. Yeah. You know, he was like, "Yo, uh, good morning, New York. It's 70. I'm like, "Yo, it's fucking raining." Fuck, <laughs> you talking about Big Boy, man? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yo, I like Big Boy, man. He's talented nice guy. as hell. Nice guy. You know, uh, definitely. Uh, a I used to use the bathroom like a mother. Really? So let's go take a break, man. Into this, we'll be right back. We'll take a break. Hey, yo, let's take it back to the 90s and do a drop. This is Cypher Sounds, and I'm chilling on the Premium Pete Show with Premium Pete. Let's take it back to the 90s. Let's take it to Union Square. Internet, we already told you this episode of the Premium Pete Show is brought to you by Bevel. Let me tell you something about Bevel. They're all over the place. Tristan Walker is doing so many dope things. Every time I go to Target, they only got like one or two left of the of the razor, the brush, the cream. Is it, Listen, okay? You want to keep a good beard? You want to keep a good goatee? Or even you want a clean-shaven face? Let me tell you. Buy your father, your significant other, your cousin, your neighbor, your side chick. Maybe you want to shave your chotch. I don't know. But listen, go to getbevel.com forward slash Pete, Okay? They support the show. I need you to support them. Getbevel.com forward slash Pete. Get yourself a discount. You know that buzzer is official. Got that Illuminati light. You got Nas, the ambassador. You got Khaled putting Nas on a song talking about it. it's a signature fade with the bevel blade. So go to getbevel.com forward slash Pete. Check out what they got going on. Now let's get back to the show. Cheer. All right, we're back. Sitting here with Mr. Ebro Sorry, guys. Darden. I had to pee. I had, had to, to pee. pee. Listen. Back to, uh, we was on Big Boy. Big, shout out to Big Boy. Yeah, great you know? guy. Out, who are some of your inspirations in radio? Uh, I'll have who to say. Who wanted so, you, I mean, who, who made you want to be into radio? I never wanted to be in the radio. I was more into hip hop. I was into the music. Sure. Um, and really, I was into, um, I remember um, just being into creating moments for people to have a good time. Like, I was playing when I was like 15 and just doing parties and shout out to my dude, uh, Mixler, who worked at our... Shout out to Mixler. Yeah, he's, uh, he works for... Where does he work now? He's in Austin, Texas, I think. And um, he was uh, older than me, but he did like... Um, like school parties. Mm-hmm. He, and, and worked at like... So in Sacramento at El Camino High School, they had a radio station. Mm-hmm. And he was on the radio, so like, and you know, it was one of those little low frequency joints, mm-hmm. college so, type radio. Yeah, but it, it like covered like off the campus a okay, little bit. Okay. So if you was in the neighborhood, and I remember he was playing, you know, he'd be playing rap shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but he was older. I was in like seventh grade. He was in like tenth grade or some mm-hmm. shit. Um, but I remember those days. But I never. I was just into the music, not necessarily radio. Sure, sure. And I never worked at that school radio station, even though I went to El Camino High School in sure. Sacramento. But um, you like hearing your voice. Not really. I, I wasn't still, into that. No, are you still uh, are you still judgmental on your voice? I don't like it. Like yeah. I don't sit around and listen to myself. I sit. I listen to myself in the context of like what I could have 
been more precise in asking a question or so you listen back wording to a question. Um, not often, but sometimes I'll, I'll hear something or see an interview or like an Instagram post or something, but I don't really go through the show per se. How do you, how do you suggest to even people listening that want to get in radio or just in a low level in radio that want to get better? Um, I would say ask people for feedback. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm more interested in hearing somebody tell me about myself than me critiquing myself. Mm. Now, I mean, we'll bounce around, but being a program director and then moving to the morning show, you know, you're seasoned already. Anyone give you feedback while you were Yeah, still show? right now. Ooh. I ask, the, I ask the, the current PD all the time, how's it sound? What do you think? Blah, 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 you know. Who um, is the current PD? His name's P.O. Cool guy? Great guy. Yeah. yeah. He's been in radio about as long as I have. Now, um, you have to ha- help him get situated? Well, I'm still in programming here. So mm-hmm. I'm just not responsible for research and overseeing the department. But, you know, events, sounds of sure. things, styling of things, you know, coming up with shit. So back to uh, um, who are some of your inspirations? I would say definitely Sway and Tech. Like, yeah. I remember when they first got their job on KMEO. Yeah. Um, Sway is amazing, man. I, and, and I do want to say this. The reason why I think Sway is amazing is he is what I think embodies a, a, a good radio guy, a good interviewer, just a class act. Yeah. His posture just the way he, you know, he talks like, dude, dude, really takes that shit so fucking serious. Yeah, he's not been, saying that you don't or other people don't. Nah, but, but yeah. But he, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't have like, you know, I know Satellite gave it to him, but you don't think that he could be. He on- was here on High for a while. Mm-hmm. He worked on High for a while, mm-hmm. but it was at the time he was doing MTV, mm-hmm. so it was kind of like, do I want to? He had done radio and mornings in San Francisco so many times, and he was on television. He was going down that path, so it was kind of like you know. Didn't last long. Yeah, nah, he was like, we're going to focus on his MTV shit, and he was yeah. probably producing shows. It was just different. Now he came back to radio. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, Sway is definitely talented, man, so it's good to see him going, you know. Um, I, I just I just feel like the dude embodied, you know, he, he, he don't have no problems with anybody. Look at even somebody like, I forgot who we were talking about, you know Chasing Cash? Mm-hmm. I thought we were, t- we were talking at one time, we were talking about Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Who got Fabulous as an artist? Yo, this dude don't have no problems with anybody, really. I mean, he had one problem with uh, Ray J, but what I'm saying, <laughs> 20 plus years in the game, He's, he's good, almost dude. good with everybody. He's a good dude. Still relevant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people like that, like I, you know, you know, I don't feel some I, people, some people, that's not their personality to have problems. Mm, mm. That's just not who they want to be. That's not some people like having problems. Let me ask you, how you're in New York City a long time. You're a program director, morning show. You, you you're a very nightlife guy. You go all these mixer events, all these influencer not events. As much, not as much as Issa have been born, but Okay, since you're doing it. So down shit the has changed. Shit has changed. For sure. But how much phony shit have you recognized? How many how many hands have you shook and or still shake today that you know people are phony? I mean, that's the business. Yeah. That's any But that's, how do you get past that? Because you know what? I, maybe it's just a Brooklyn thing. I, I look at it as business. I don't mm. really it's not my I, I think early on, you know, I started doing this when I was fifteen years old. Mm. You know how I many people I help help become millionaires in my life? Who? Uh, I mean, how many do I have to... Well, I mean, Jay I, said he made who? Cam? Yeah. Just? Yeah. Who else? Beans could have if he want? Yeah. Okay. So, you know... Um, Rosenberg. Th- there you go. Um, no, a lot of people, whether it's artists and radio people, you know what I'm saying? So, um, or even people build brands, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Whether it's clients coming to us and looking for solutions and you build a marketing plan for them and all that. That's just part of being in the radio. But I think, you know... I've been. I've had my feelings hurt early. Where you're like, damn man, 
Motherfucker won't even pick up my car. Or I saw him and they forgot who I was or mm-hmm, whatever. And you mm-hmm. think that, and maybe you thought you was contributing to their life in a real way. And, and then you didn't. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. didn't make Fucking a mark. That's your, you made that shit up in your own mind. Or when you become more popular and more connected, you hear other people like say things like, like for instance, you're like, yeah, I was supposed to meet you. You know, what's his name? And they're like, oh, I heard he said that he don't even really fuck with you. Like, what? Oh, you may hear something from somebody else. Yeah, and I haven't. Re- I've never heard that type of shit. I've heard, you know. I look, man. People talk shit, man. It's fucking high school, man. It's just growing. Was there ever a fight in Hot ninety seven? Of course. More, uh, I mean, there was obviously gunshots downstairs. I remember that, that. too. Okay. There's never been gunshots inside. Okay, that's never happened. Well, um, but, but fight in the studio? Yeah, for sure. But who was it out there? Shit, is it known? Um, Jaheen tried to come for when Sway was here. Really? You tried to come for Sway? Not for Sway. This comedian that uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Martinez that was up with Sway. Jaheim don't play around. No, Jaheim, he'll throw those hands. He, he, listen, he gets it in, Jaheim. You know? yeah. Him in his purple oh, suit. Hey, hey, listen, good, you still playing the pause game? Nah. Okay. But I just did it because you was talking Jaheim getting it you, in. You know, you know um, I want to bring up Rosenberg. You, you, said, you said something one time, or I, I don't know if Rosenberg told me. I don't even know where the fuck I heard this from, but I think you said because, and correct me if I'm wrong, because Rosenberg's white. He'll never get the full credit that uh, you know that that he of his con- like that he wants of his contributions to hip hop. Mm-hmm. You remember saying that? Yeah, I still say that. Mm-hmm. Why do you say it? Like, why do you believe in that? Because I feel like there are people who are caught up in race. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, and and that's something that I know bothers him because I know he wants to. I think he's getting better with it. Mm-hmm. I think he's 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 getting better with it. He you know. Um, you know, they're just, just racial. America's racial, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. I mean, more so one side, though. You know, like sometimes, you know, I, I really think, you know, even just being Italian, I know, you know, obviously with race, everyone needs to, you know, do work. And there's a lot of work that needs to be done. But, I mean, you know, you look at uh, somebody like Rosenberg, who you could tell that loves hip-hop, is a geek for hip-hop, definitely knowledgeable about hip-hop, definitely knowledgeable about anything he does. Um, he works hard. Yeah. But he, he still feels he doesn't get credit. But doesn't but the also, work speak for itself? Yeah, well, there's a, there's a couple things. Do you tell him that? There's one, he's Jewish. So he's always complaining and being guilty. You're Jewish too. Yeah, but I don't, I'm, I'm black you, too. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. That's something I want to ask you. Yeah. Do you ever side, do you ever like, you know. Side uh, with Jews? Side, no, no, not side with Jews. Do you ever, <laughs> <laughs> do you ever uh, 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 put out there your white side? Like meaning like. What do you mean? I'm wearing Vans and socks right now. Like, that, what are you talking that's about? Stereotyping. <laughs> that's stereotyping. No, do you ever like, do you ever identify with being white? My mom's white. Your mom's white. Your dad was black. Right? Yeah. Okay. But I don't. What would that mean? What would that mean? Like okay. What? I gave uh, for instance, like going to Passover. I, no, I no, did no. that. Or well, first like, of all, it, it's a little bit different when 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 if you look more, say, like your skin's more paler or you look more whiter. But J Cole, we had him on one time years ago, and uh, we were speaking about uh, privilege getting pulled over, and being that he's half white and half black, you know, mm-hmm. his mom's white. Yep. Did he ever, you know, when he's get pulled away, like, hey, hey, you know, uh, I'm not all black, I'm white, you know? Like, you know, does he ever, like, you know, use that? Because people have, like, even... You I know, it have, doesn't work like that. I know it doesn't, but I'm saying my... But like, that's... How about, how about this? Let me take your... Right, but let me identity. take a step further. Yeah. Uh-huh. When people bring this up, right, if race doesn't matter, mm. it wouldn't be asked on any government forms, mm. right? And we wouldn't be having this conversation. Sure. So it does matter. Mm. And because it matters, when asked what I am, I say I'm black. Because mm. being black isn't just being African. Mm. Mm. Right? Mm. All okay. black people in America are likely mixed with something that is not just African. Especially this day and age. Especially this day and age. So what are we actually talking about? 
We're actually talking about how you get treated in society, mm. right? So I get treated like a black man. Mm. I was I was called nigger early in life, fifth grade, wait for it, by a Mexican kid mm. who I used to beat his ass. And then his father, right, wouldn't come meet my dad at school because my dad was very much like, yo, I want to meet this boy's parent. Not because he called you nigger, but because you've beat him up three consecutive days. Mm. And the school <laughs> is calling me, right? Yeah. And I want th- this kid or his parents to know, like, why is this kid continuing to do this? Mm. That boy's parent never wanted to come meet my father. Mm. Now, so obviously, that boy's parent was okay with him calling me nigger. Sure, probably taught him. Probably, probably yeah. taught him. That was my first experience with it. Now, did you have... Did, and did by you... the way, and this was at a school in Berkeley, California, mm. wait for it, called Thousand Oaks Elementary. What? Wait for it. I went to school with Orthodox Jews, mm. Rastafarian kids, mm. uh, Hare Krishna kids in garb. Like it was mm. the most mixed. This is if you know anything about Berkeley, California, it is. And this is, by the way, 1980, the most mixed environment you'll ever be in. And a Mexican kid is calling me nigger. What's the odds of that? That's how crazy. So that was like the beginnings of me. And then I went, I had El Camino High School, dealt with rape, you know, people, you know, I was an athlete, played football. All the black kids at the school was uh, uh, athletes, you know, uh, the, 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 the skinheads and the rednecks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, we had race fights and wars sure, at the sure. school, like all types of shit. So I don't even know what is it, what would it mean for when people ask me that, I'm always like, what does that mean I identify with my white side? Like my mom's Jewish. So I, I've done Passover and Hanukkah and my, my, so you do my do daughter. That. Now if you get married, will you wrap that champagne glass in and step on it? At while we're jumping over the broom. We'll do it all at the same damn time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason why I say that for is because it's like, you know, um, you know, when you're mixed, I think people have a race identity. You know, what am I going to like? I, I, I'm well, I, I said all that mostly to say that your race identity, whether you like not your culture, mm. not your nationality, those are different. And I think a lot of times people confuse that. Right. Your race. Right. The reason it's port it's important in America is because our government continues to have you check a box. It doesn't ask you your culture. It doesn't. It asks your race. Sure. Right. And so while they're still they're deciding how to prioritize money in this country when they ask you to check that box, they want to know who's what. And I believe that lets them decide who they're going to allow to immigrate more or less to this country. Right. Giving them the information that they need, giving them the information that they need so they can maintain a society that they want with the complexion that they want it to have. Um. And so identifying with being white or being black really comes down to how the police are going to treat you when they pull you over. Mm. My name is Ibrahim Jamil. Mm. That's my government mm. birth name. Oh, the, Arabic name. Yep. I have an Arabic name with a Jewish mom and my father was a panther. Mm. Really? Yeah. You had a close relationship with Pops? Yeah, yeah, For a long time? Yeah. Now, I always ask this because, you know, when you grow up with a Pops, it does a lot for you. Well, Pops, uh, you know, love, lovable with you. Oh, yeah, you yeah, and, yeah. You know. I love you, love you, like, really? annoyingly. Annoyingly. That's beautiful. Like, the type of dad wouldn't let you get off the phone without being like, so, yo, son, tell me you love me. I'm like, dad, come on. <laughs> yo, tell me you love 
That's dope because now some people, like people, usually people change the way their parents were to be better parents to their kids. Like they're like, yo, I'm not gonna be like my parents. You had a good I would parent. say that I would, well, I mean, my dad was a three time felon. Okay. He had violent tendencies. He was in and out of jail. But he loved you. He loved me. Um, he did get me, I did get whoopings with a belt. I won't, okay. I don't think I would do that. Now, I don't know how I would respond to my son. I have a daughter mm-hmm. who absolutely I'm not putting my hands on. Sure, sure. Um, but, my son, I, I'm glad I had a daughter first because it it's teaching me patience. And I, I, um, boys are fragile emotional. Sure. Emotionally. Like, I don't think socially we, um, socially we're taught, you know, don't cry, you be sure, a boy, sure. stop being a sure. little bitch, stop being a pussy, da, da, da. But I think boys are so fragile emotionally because we're not taught how to deal um, with our emotions. So most, too many men deal with their emotions by being physical. Mm-hmm. Just want to fight through sure. it, which you see little boys kind of sometimes naturally sure, sure. gravitate to that more, to, than, yeah. more than girls, and it's seen as okay. I think that I would try to help my son navigate through that a little mm. bit. Yeah, you know, I have a daughter; she's seventeen. It's uh, it's tough. It's like a roller coaster, and it's funny. I never laid a hand on her ever. Uh, I, I dropped gems on her, I dropped jewels on her. I explained, but my son's only two. He was doing something the other day. I was ready to like swing him for a second, like just like 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 grab his arm yeah. and throw him on the couch hard, like because he wasn't listening to me. And I'm like, damn, man, you could tell like when you have a kid, like say your son's like 15 and he said something that my daughter says to me, you may punch him in his chest or you know be be because it's, well, I think if I had a teenage boy, it would definitely like there would be certain things that I would have to tell him. Check this out. Yeah. You start breathing too hard, we're going outside. We about to throw these hands. <laughs> tell you right now. Yeah. Yeah, no nastiness. Cause they, like, they, don't, they, don't swell up like you want action. Because yeah. I'm a, especially once you turn 13, 12, 13. They, they test you a lot. Because that was my dad. My dad stopped hitting me with the belt at a certain age. He was like, yo, you don't take that bass out your voice right now. I'm going to sure. knock it the fuck out you. <laughs> Pops was thorough with you. You know, I want to go to, uh, we look at your program director. And then Seif and Rosenberg uh, show gets made, the morning show with K Fox. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say that, you stepped in to save that show, right? Is that true? To save it? Um, I'm just asking. Well, I, cre- I, cre- we, I created it. Okay, you created Everything. it. Put but, them together. Cypher Rosenberg didn't know each other before that. Yep. Uh, K Fox didn't know them, the marketing campaign, the whole thing. Um, then um, it was working. And then they're doing morning radio when the landscape changes, whether it's a direct competitor, new morning show in a different format. You have to be able to respond in different ways. Um, and I believe that what, what Siphon Rosenberg were going through and Kay Fox were going through was growing pains. Mm. And they were given a time period on my clock to be like, yo, we got to make some adjustments. You got to start doing X, Y, Z. You got to start doing that. As a manager over a period of time, you measure that and then you go back and you're like, guys, yo, you haven't been starting to do this. Sure, you sure. haven't said, what, what are we doing? And mornings is hard. You're up at 5 a.m. You got a lot of pressure. Um, and that's really what it came down to. It came down to them not. So what we began to do is evolve the show to be become either more of the same or something completely different. So when you, did, I mean, is that something you had in your mind where you were like, yes, this is what I want to do? No. Or you just, so you just stepped into it like, yo, I'll, I'll try to do what I could do. Did um, you think you were any good? Well, I mean, I, I mean, well, I had done mornings before. I did okay. mornings. I helped but this Jones. was your own show. I'd done that before too. I but I mean, in New York, right here in Hot 97. Radio's radio, man. I'm not afraid of the market size. I don't give a fuck. Now, even with Kay Fox, do you speak to her anymore? I saw her a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. uh, at the, she's at a festival or? 
Yeah, we were in uh, on a cruise together. We were on Summerfest cruise. Okay, okay. Because yeah, I yeah, know yeah. they were trying to say that you got rid of her, and you know, it, it, it's, it's hard to fire people. Or it's hard. To, I'm not saying you fired her. I'm saying, is there, you know, what, what exactly happened? Let me step back for a second. Well, K Fox, we were once we started getting into you know the show changing and evolving, and then we got into well, really the other layer of it is management here at the radio station changed severely, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we took we had. Brought on BLS and then Kiss FM went away and da 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 da. And the new manager had come in and basically was like, yo, I want this morning show upgraded and I want to change. And either you change it or I'm going to change it. Mm. So really what I was trying to do was save people's jobs Mm -hmm. so that they didn't have to leave. Mm. Um, Because if I go in and I do the job, then I'm protecting you. That That was the initial intent. Yeah. Um, with Kay Fox, it came down to her being able to do uh, more that she needed to do. And that wasn't something that she was at that stage in her career to do. And she was like, look. And I was like, we got to make some changes. That's what it is. Yeah. And we made some but changes. You, but it's not as easy as easy as you're saying to do something like that. I'm sure it was tough, right? No, I hired her. Yeah. I brought her here. You know what I'm saying? Tom, so, I, you know, I spoke with you know uh, Rich Antonello from Complex. I did an episode with him a couple weeks ago. And I was like, yo... How hard is it to fire people when you're in a position like that? Because it's not you know, easy. Literally, you're letting these people. You know, you're taking. Not saying that you're doing it on purpose, but it's just a job. Well, you got to make business decisions, right? You got to make decisions on based on business and um, you know what's greater for what's best for the greater good, you know. And if that if you've if as a manager you have given people clear direction on what your expectation is of them. And how they're going to go about meeting that expectation. Like it's detailed. Like, look, I expect this. I expect this. I expect this. By this date, this frequency, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. And they're not meeting that expectation. Sure. Got to go. What are we talking about? You're not running the play. We, and they agreed to it. Like you're like, yeah, look, here's yeah. what. Yeah, here's what you got to do. That's just. Hey, listen, say no more. You know, somebody, somebody like Sife, right? Mm-hmm. Cypher Sounds, right? I've had him on a couple of times. We, I actually had him on just when he recently, I think it was maybe before he left or maybe right after he left. Honestly, and I don't know how much you could speak about. I'm sure it's mm-hmm. time has passed already that you could probably speak about. I don't know. Do you feel like he got a good exit from Hot 97? That he was treated fairly? Um, yeah, because he opted to leave. He wanted to go. He wanted to go. Sife wanted to go work in another day part. When Angie mm-hmm. left here, Sife wanted to work in afternoons. He thought he was going to get that slot. I That's what he wanted him. to do. But they weren't going to give it to him. But that was, we had a new manager in the building at that time that I don't believe understood Sykes' value. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So after I became, after I stepped down as program director, um, because I, you know, opted to do the morning show shit because I didn't necessarily want to opt to deal with the management that was in the building at the time. Um, I don't think that they managed a bunch of shit right. I don't remember the years. What years? It's 2017, so that had to be. 2015, 2016 years, 2014, mm-hmm. 20, those years, I wasn't, we didn't see eye to eye mm. on some things. Well, I mean, he looks like he's doing, um, you know, doing some things with Rock Nation title. Sife's great. living his life, man. J-Lo, J-Lo loves the shit out of him. Yeah. You know? It's that Spanish love, man. They, but that was, she, they've been cool since he was yep. here. Yep. Sife is definitely, but I think he, it's funny because I, I told him this before, he, I feel like he's a little underrated. But he's somebody never wanted to be like in the super spotlight like that. That's not his personality. Yeah. I think Sife, I think one thing that we um we assume when we're on a path that where we start is where like we're starting down the path of where we want to be. And oftentimes there's detours and 
you either accept those detours in finding what you really want to find, which is happiness. Mm -hmm. If you're really doing it right, you're trying to find a way of being happy. There are people who at work right now, mm -hmm. they're getting money that they like, but sure, they're not, not happy. happy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think what, when, in Sife's case, I think he's, you know, on a, I think he found happiness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've been telling a lot of people about that, or even, you know, completely different type of topic, but somebody like Colin Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. Would he love to play football? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, he loves football. But if he can't be himself sure. and and stand up for the things that he holds near and dear. Sure, to his heart, yeah. He's found a way to be happy without football. You know, speaking of car, it's funny you brought that up because I know that Nessa and him are uh, boyfriend and girlfriend, mm -hmm. okay, or an item, or or, or, or uh, yeah, boy, definitely boyfriend okay. and girlfriend. And I know that you've done a lot of things to support any campaigns he's done. Why hasn't he been on your show to talk? I'm surprised about. Because I, I I've don't or hush show even. Yeah, because I don't think he should talk. Okay, me personally, I haven't asked him. Yeah, um, I, I mean, don't I'm know sure if he, he has did either. talk. I'm sure he would probably do it for her or yeah, you. Yeah, but I don't really think that. In my opinion, he needs to talk. Mm -hmm. I don't. I think he's talking. Yeah, he's just no, not. Course, doing, he's not course. doing it with words. He's and in the past during the season, he said why he was doing it. I don't know yeah. if he needs to. Re, I don't know if he needs to repeat himself, and I don't know if um if that's an issue. You like, want, but you love. I mean, I'm, I'm. I know you care for the dude, and you care for Nessa. I'm sure, but that that would be amazing ratings. You know, people to hear what he yeah, has to say. Yeah, but everything's not always about that. But, no, I'm not saying it's always about it, but I know that you do care about that, you know? Yeah, but I don't, I can get ratings without an interview. Okay. I don't, I don't, there's people who have bigger interviews than me every day. I, I, I you know, Ebro in the Morning is not about the interviews. Mm. The ratings that we get right now on the radio, not the internet. You know, a lot of people look at YouTube views and, and Instagram numbers yeah. and they think that that's ratings. That's not ratings. Yeah. So when, so, okay, so when people who don't understand ratings, when, Power, or, or you guys say, you know, uh, that, you know, you, like you're dead last or you're 16th, or um, are you still trying to just compete to be the best? Like, you know, or, or, or are you trying to compete to go higher than the other New York radio station, which is Power? You know, 105. No, I think, you're, you, I think ultimately we're in an advertising game for what happens on the FM, mm. 97.1. And that's a part of the advertising picture, which is the Nielsen ratings that you get. Now, do they still matter? Yeah, mm. absolutely. Mm. Um, I think, but your digital shit got to be dope too. You know what I'm saying? But if you just have dope digital shit and you don't have ratings, mm. you can't make as much money in radio. Mm. If you have amazing ratings and cool digital, you can do well. You know what I'm saying? It's it's all how it's How is Hot 97's ratings now? I mean, has um, it been good? Or? As far as I can tell, we're number one, so that's what it is. Okay, in what, in what sense? In New York? or In New York, that's all we care okay. about. And and power so that goes back and forth. It changes every what week or um, we get monthly ratings. Um, for the last several months, Hot's been beating Z. Like we're not like right now. We're more in a competition with La Mega and Z One Hundred. Okay, for the La Mega. Who's yeah. that? Ninety seven point nine. Yeah, that's Spanish. Okay, they okay. popping out. Okay, don't awesome. ever don't ever get it fucked up. <laughs> don't ever hey, get it listen, twisted you know, in your big life. Spanish. Now, uh, as we as we uh, get off a of departure, I want to speak about one more departure. The Queen. Angie, Angie Martinez. Yeah. Uh, people say I'm just talking that you were upset when she left. Absolutely, I was. Do you talk to her still? Yes, I wasn't mad at her. Okay, you were mad, mad that she didn't give you enough time. No, I was just mad that Angie left. Like it wasn't even. I wanted her. Like when she told me, I was like, "You got to do that." Mm. But I'm not mad that she left. I'm more mad that she left. Mm. Does that make sense? No, nah, it makes sense. 
it would be like you know it would be like uh, a loved one leaving your household you you want them to go and grow but it's your sister like damn my sister not here no more and she went to obviously the competition yeah but it was great money you know what I mean it's a great situation for her yeah you know um, when when you think about um, like somebody like Angie and that all she's accomplished you know and I told you before you've been a hot for 15 years I, I said it's amazing that you've been in one spot for so long and you're like yo that's pretty normal for me but you know, in this day and age, a lot of people, you know, they go somewhere a couple of years, a couple of years they leave. I think that's newer. I think mm-hmm. that's a like Flex has been here a long time. Yeah. I mean, Angie had been here a long time. How's your relationship? Tracy Clardy had been here a long time. She, yeah, she has. How's I mean, your relationship with Flex? Great. Yeah. yeah. You have a bump heads, of course. Yeah. Me but but how do you win with Flex? Because to be honest with you, in Hot ninety seven, that's what I always heard. There's like a chain. So it's like Flex is high. You're you're high. Who else could you think of that? There's only certain things that you could do. There's people in the building that you can't you, you that you can't. Fuck well, it with. really comes down to it. Really comes down to what you do. Like we're not all the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, if you're on once a week, you're not the same as somebody who's on six days a week. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It would be like it would be like the kicker thinking he's the same as the quarterback. Mm. You, no, you're not. Stop so it. how do you resolve? Say you and Flex get into a difference. I mean, well, well we give, don't give, give, give me an example. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think where we would where we bumped heads over. We bumped heads over shit that don't have nothing to do with radio, like parties, yeah, or like. Uh, an artist that I'm like, man, fuck that dude. <laughs> and Flex is like, nah, we got, I'm like, nah, fuck him, bro. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. Mm. Nah, we got, you know, it's never really been nothing where it's like, we're going to fight. It's just, you know. And ultimately, I think when you've been in this game long enough, you know that you're disagreeing with someone over being as great as you can. So it's not really, I don't know. Was Charlamagne really, um, Gonna be over here when that power contract is up. Remember when they talk about? According that? to the president of our company, what really? Yeah, that they were negotiating with him. Well, yeah, no, the president of my company went to meet with him, and he asked. And you me, knew of that? Or yeah, you, he told me. So he told you, oh, I'm going to meet with Charlemagne. This mm-hmm. is when his power contract was going to be yeah, up. It was about a year and change ago. Maybe. Okay, I think he just got. And what did, what did they want to do with him? Make him for the yeah. morning show? Yeah, I was like, bring him on Ebro in the morning. He was like, would you put his name on the show? I was like, absolutely. So would it be? Ebro in the morning with Charlemagne. Or maybe it's Charlemagne and Ebro. <laughs> oh man, that would be fucking savagery. Yo, <laughs> that would be crazy. Yo, somebody like Joe, are you cool with Joe? Of course. Why, why do they always say that you don't want to go on this podcast? Is this some bullshit? I, I think I told him I didn't want to on Twitter or something stupid. You know people. You got, yeah, I seen you like, I got my own platforms. Yeah. You know, uh, another thing I want to speak about is. Um, why? And that is a thing for me though. But, it's like everybody want me to come talk on they shit. But then, you know, like you don't do nothing for me. Like, yeah, yeah. what I get out of telling you my story on your shit? Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. What you know, it's funny, me? years ago, and, and I will say this, years ago, I think, you know, and obviously in any game, shit gets saturated. You know, um, when we did podcasts years ago and came here, it was like, mm-hmm. I think it was kind of new, an immersion, right? Not saying podcasts, I mean, just but in the, the hip-hop, hip-hop podcast, yeah. You know, um, now you're right, you know, it's funny, it's like, you know, if, if you don't have a, a, a good audience, why, I'm doing you a favor then, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Meaning the person who is coming on a tour, um... But at the same time, I do think that what podcast has opened up, like I really feel like places like Hot 97 Power, their digital space has become longer, seeing how long podcasts are and, 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 and what it gets at. Like you just get more out of a, a, a long video from the person than you do out of a quick, say, radio interview. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, it's just a different, like... People get short, more comfortable. Yeah, it's just, it's a different, um, it's a different platform and people interface with it differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, radio is mostly used in the car, point A to point B. Podcast is somebody really sitting down and sure. saying, I'm going to engage with this piece of content for X period of time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with, 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 uh, with Joe, everything's cool? Uh, Joe Button? Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, you know, he's, he, he said, come on the podcast. Yeah, nah, we talked the other day. I was going to go, we were supposed to do something, and now he's busy doing something, and then he wants me to drive to Jersey. And then it's like, you know, drive to Jersey, bro. Like, what are you talking about? No, I work good. from 5 to noon, yeah. and then I work do another show from 2 to 8, and then you want me to drive to Jersey to talk to you and uh, uh, Jamal and Rory about fucking, who the fuck knows? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Well, listen, speaking of... Uh, and that's another thing, and Pete, well, you know this, like, after a while, my patience starts getting sure, bad. Sure, sure, I like, know, I know. There's, a, there's I know. a professional side of me, and then there's a side of me that after a while, it's like, all right, fam, like... Well, being on air, you gotta be more political now? Like, being that you're not the program director? No, less. Really? So you won't get in trouble, like, if you say some crazy things? Are they, are, I don't know. Depends. Look at somebody like Charlemagne, right? And I don't mean to keep on bringing his name up. Yes, you do. Stop it. I swear to you, I'm not. Not Stop on this case. Stop it. If people like say, you know, come off the cuff, and you, you're good at off the cuff too. You, program director, somebody's like, yo, you got to be easy. You can't say shit like that. Maybe it could be maybe sexual. Maybe it may be. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're going to. Like, I'm a little unfiltered. I mean, there's some, shit, there's some right? shit that's like, would you say it in front of your mom? His mom's listening with the kids, bro. Like, what are you talking about? So, and Beats is a little bit different. Beats is cleaner. I mean, that's fucking in a hundred countries. How did, how did that you happen? Fuck around how the fuck did say that some happen shit in Dubai or some shit that had a whole country ready to don't fuck with Apple. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a whole other level. And then, and then you know, what we do for Apple is provide a, a layer of content, but it's not their primary revenue source. You know what I'm saying? How did that happen for you? Uh, what happened to me? Duh. You made it sound like I caught herpes or something. <laughs> How'd that happen to you? Listen, the whole, fucking work for Apple. You uh, mean, how did I... Win the radio lottery and work for the dope shit. Well, first of all, just, just explain quickly. Because we're going to wind down this episode soon. But but um, how okay? How in a world where you're working at hot right that they don't get up? And we spoke about this that they don't get upset like yo, oh you now you fucking with beats. You're giving too much to them. You're not giving too much to I us. Think the how people does that who work? own the people who own Hot ninety seven have always been open to the talent here doing other things as long as it doesn't interfere with the primary business. Mm. You know. Um, Beats One Apple Music doesn't is a is a subscription. You know, Beats One is free inside your Apple Music app, mm, mm. but their primary business is subscription based. Sure. So you know, so it's free. Like, yeah. It doesn't. So you haven't had any issue, even with Peter Rosenberg working at ESPN. You see that, like you know, that's sports. We play music. Mm-hmm. It's different. But were you okay when that happened? Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you speak about something like that. How did that even happen? That with the Apple shit. Oh, oh Apple. Yeah. Um, I mean, I. Jimmy Iovine, obviously, I've known him a long time. Dr. Dre, uh, you know, we've, we know of each other, but we don't deal. Um, and then the people who had Beats Music, which was a streaming service before Apple bought it, I used to help them. I helped when Beats by Dre first started. I helped them. You mean, um, when you say help them, you mean really got paid for that shit? Got paid, um, helped them, you know, design marketing and all that shit. Like, I've been working with them for a while. And then when this happened, I mean, the people that are overseeing Beats One are radio people. So mm-hmm. I've been in radio since 1990. So mm-hmm. they know that I program. They know I've been doing this for a while. Long time. Uh, so far, the best interview you've done. What do you think that is? The best interview I've ever done? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's not going to go into etched in stone. Right off the cuff, what do you think? Phew. <sighs> 
forgot about it. I, I don't even, I mean, that there was an Azalea Banks interview we did up here. That was amazing. That, you know, but, you know, I, it's hard for me. It's really, there's interviews I've done that maybe I did something in an interview or started a conversation that made it compelling or maybe something. Um, and But then oftentimes it's just the individual and where they're at, you sure. know what I'm saying, and what they're giving to the conversation or willing to give. You sure. know what I'm saying? I just did a great interview with Meek Mill. Sure. Which I think was, you know, a, a pivotal thing to hear him accept responsibility for his mistakes and mm-hmm. what was causing them and mm-hmm. pills and all that. Um, you know, uh, I've done multiple interviews with, um, you know, the mayor. I did it when I was a kid. I did it amazing. Yeah. Tell that guy stop eating pizza with a fucking fork and knife. Is that a thing? Yeah, man. It's a fucking thing, man. Please Where does that tell happen? him. Next time, I've seen pictures of it. Is it a one-time thing or nah, is that I all the me, time? I, I mean, I don't hang out with the fucking guy, but listen, the cardinal rule is this. You don't, you don't need do pizza that. with That's a fucking a violation. fork and knife. That's a fucking violation. And you know Trump is doing it too, that piece of shit. But, um, well, Trump, I, Trump, I expect, you can expect that. Yeah. Not de Blasio, an Italian guy. Oh, yeah, forget about it. That's a violation. When you see him, tell him. Premium no, Pete I said, tell him to his forget face. Forget about it. I tell okay. him to his fucking face. We said best. Mike, he might <laughs> revoke his Brooklyn pass. <laughs> he you might said, have to move. You said best interview you've done. What about worst? Worst interview. Um, and not like in a sense of something that you even learned from. You know what I mean? Something that like made you learn. Because, you know, people want you in this, in, in, in this in, you know, uh, media business. People think like, yo, get Jay, get Nas, get... Like, I'll never forget when we got uh, French uh, in, early on on the, on the combat. And we were like, you know, it was a, you know French was popping at the time. But he's, I, I, no disrespect, but I felt like he wasn't the best interview. You know, we were like, yo, what's going on? He's like, eh, you know, everything cool. What's up? We good? And I was like, you know, he didn't have nothing to say. He didn't know how to do an interview. He you didn't know get, how to open up. Exactly. You know, like, and you know how to get. I'm sure there's like a kid or somebody who came up here and didn't know. And I'm be like, and I've definitely had interviews. I don't remember where I've just been like, so you don't want to, you want to talk? Why are you here? Like, Worst interview? Because at that point now, it's, a, it's an interesting interview. This isn't a bad interview. Once I go, all right, check this out. This shit is trash. What you want to do? Yeah. Now, now it's just great. Where's <laughs> this interview is popping? Yeah, yeah you're what a sick we doing? You were sick. Okay, best moment at Hot 97. You've been here a long fucking time. Best moment? We've had so many so then hit, bad hit, hit ones that are phenomenal. Yeah, we have go- phenomenal bad moments. Give me a couple of phenomenal shit, bad Nas J, The Nas uh, hanging Jay-Z is Summer Jam shit. And yeah. Nas going to Power 105 and all that. That shit is phenomenal. Yeah. In it, you're like, fuck, this is a disaster. Um, shit. Um, 50 Cent throwing chairs at Summer Jam. Fucking... Mm. You know, um, I mean, one one moment I loved is the morning after the MTV Awards where Kanye went up there and was like, MTV don't even fucking play videos or whatever he said. The next morning, I was like, yo, come take over the entire station for the day. And he just came up here. It was just, I don't remember what year. It was probably like 2008, seven, something. And did it? Yeah, it was the next morning. Just fucking was bugging out on the radio playing records. Like, we do shit like that all the time. Mm, mm. Hey, listen, man, you know... Um, I got a couple more things and we we we, we come on here. man I gotta go man I, you, you gave me enough of your fucking time you know you definitely gave me enough of your time but um you know morning routines you're somebody that is up very early in the morning mm-hmm. let the people know what are some of your morning routines waking up mm-hmm. going pee mm-hmm. getting in the shower shaving my head mm-hmm. making a protein shake. A uh, hundred push-ups. Um, hundred push-ups, really? Yeah, sets of twenty-five is like mm-hmm. you just do it okay. in between, like 
Making a shape. Light work. Um, what about when you end the day? Figuring out which pair of Vans I'm going to wear. Mm-hmm. Right now. You love Vans, huh? Love Vans. What's your favorite top three brands? Vans? Of sneakers? Sneakers. Oh, um, yeah. Jordan, um, Jordan's, Vans. Adidas now? Are you, have you gotten to that? I like Adidas. I like, I like the Ultra Boost. I yeah, have some. Most comfortable sneaker to me Amazing. out there. One of the most Amazing. comfortable. Amazing. What about streetwear brands? Streetwear brands. Top three. Um, top three would have to be Stussy. Um, Supreme. Um, hmm. They're probably Stussy, Supreme. Um, who else is in there? I mean, there's, you, you go Huff, Huff, Potter. Huff, Huff, Potter. I do like Potter. Um, what about you into that designer shit, like the Balmain and all nah, that? Yeah. If I like, I'm in a, like uh, Gucci loafers. If I dress up or I have some Armani suits, or, mm-hmm. you know, shit like that. If Suited I'm, and booted. Yeah, like if I'm gonna go in, like let's go in. Mm. Um, but other than that, I'm wearing fucking Levi's, some Vans, and whatever T-shirt mm. I just mm-hmm. bought. I mean, I go through phases where I'll I'll be like just blank T Levi's and Vans mm. and a Yankee fitted. You know what I'm saying? Then other times I'm on I'm glad, some I'm glad, shit. I'm glad you're a Yankee fan. I'm glad. I, I mean, look, the A's, my real team, is basically the minor league team for the Yankees, so sure. I might as well sure. just be a Yankee fan. Sure. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck are we doing? When people say Hot 97 is dead, what is your response to that? Maybe to you. Mm. Mm. We can't keep people forever, man. Mm. Yeah. We got to evolve. I know. We can't. I can't be arguing with 45-year-olds about what 18 <laughs> Oh, man, you bro. Like, Oh man, Ebro, what's next? What's next for you? Anything on deck? Sleep. Okay. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking weed. <sick>. Weed. <laughs> what, what, what serious. That's, that's what's on deck. Yeah. Like honestly, that's. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting. You're like. a sick fuck, man. <laughs> I'm not lying. I mean, I hope to retire at fifty. Um, and do what? Uh, Open a business. Yeah, I mean, Own I have something. businesses now. I mean, um. Yeah, nah. Well, spend well, more time with my daughter. Maybe have some more kids. Um, with that same girl. Um, yeah, maybe. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We'll see how shit works out. Are you? Now you said you got investments. Yeah, you know I got all that. Um, but you know I probably I'm I'm looking upstate New York. I probably buy some property. Mm. Um, you know, um, they got some good stuff going on up there. I'll tell you what town I'm moving to. We can start our own community premium P. Let's do that. That's what I'm saying. Fifty thousand dollars, ten acres with a septic Let's system. Let's do that, man. Buy, I got my Billy Goat out like, there. Yo, man, what we doing out here? Yo, these motherfuckers is building towns and legacies and shit. You know what I'm saying? You heard whole yeah. legacy, legacy, legacy. I, I'll never forget the part in uh, Bronx Tale when they brought the lion outside of King's Court. I don't know if you remember that. They had a lion out yeah, there. Yeah, right. And the cops came and they're like, "What the fuck do you greaseballs got a fucking lion out here?" And the guy's like, "We bought it for your mother." You know, and they arrested them all and yeah. fucking sabotaged the place. But you know, um, one thing I do want to leave the internet with, and I always like, and 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 people don't understand this about you too. I think sometimes they see this guy rah rah rah, you know, Ebro blah blah blah. I don't realize that uh, I think you do uh, deep down care for a lot of people and care to help other people. Mm-hmm. And when I do premium P show, it ain't only about premium P. I want people to get something out of it. So what you know, what advice would you give people coming up in the radio, young kids, older people, anybody just wanting to? You know, uh, uh, go on their own freedom of being creative. Um, like real advice, some, not, Ebro some, advice. Not no, no fucking really on some Nike shit. On shit. some Nike shit, just do that shit. 
Just do it for real. For, mm. Like, don't, if you're doing it because you need money, don't do this. Mm. Go get a job and get some money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I believe, and the reason I've been in it so long and I'm happy is because I'm not doing it to get money. Mm. I'm doing it because I really love hip hop and I really love communicating with people uh, whether that's through helping it, creating events and things where they can have a good time and helping, you know, people who have this passion as a program director or um, having conversations on the show that help people think whether we're goofing off or not. We're always trying to, you know, um, share what we're doing to find happiness and, and success for our families, right? Like, that's some real shit. And I wasn't always, like, I'm 42, so. Sure, same age. But even in my 20s, I was never some like um uh uh I was never like I was a Nas fan, not a Jay-Z fan. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was a KRS one fan. You know what I'm saying? I was uh, I was mad when KRS put Puffy on you know, step into a it's world the, remix. Yeah. That song you know was crazy saying? though. Broke my heart when KRS one did a sprite commercial. You know what I'm saying? Like I was that kid. Mm -hmm. Um I was always into the culture part of things more than I was into the business part of things. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think where people get me confused often is they hear me talking about the business um, and they think that I'm just about the money. Um, I'm into helping you understand the business if you would like to go get some money. Mm. But ultimately, I believe that culture is more important than that. Mm. And I feel and like... It lasts forever. And yeah, I feel like that culture, um, and as we talked about earlier in the conversation, me being a mixed kid, with a Jewish mother and sure. an Arabic name and a black father and growing up going to predominantly white schools and dealing with all of that stuff, hip hop was the place that I found a mixed culture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just black kids or white kids. It was everybody. And everybody had a kind of a part. You know what I'm saying? Like where I grew up, the Spanish kids was popping and and you know what I'm saying, doing graffiti, and the black kids sure. wanted to be MCs and was and was dancing, and the white kids that liked street shit too was doing skating and BMX. Sure. But all street culture went in the same place when I grew up in Northern California. Break punk, dancing too, punk, mm -hmm. hip hop, BMX, skate, graffiti, graffiti. break dance. So all, all that was street culture. So all of that was hip hop to me. Mm -hmm. right? All elements, all elements all of that. hip hop yeah. style. Um, and I think that that's the piece where I think we're in that zone today. Um, we get law, and 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 fortunately, that's the thing about this Trump regime is that is it's forcing everybody to look at what actually matters. Mm. And I think everyone's waking up to the reality that the real America isn't as well off as we would like to believe, sure. and we're not as we're not as culturally. Powerful as, as, we, as people think. Yeah. We have a big military, yeah, yeah. and we could go punk people and bully people. But what do we really mean, yeah. though? You know what I'm saying? When you look around the world, what do we mean? Sure. Um, and you look at other cultures and other and other parts around the globe, and you see like, yo, their shit is. They mean some shit. Yo, did Trump ever try to get on any radio when he was on that press? Like any type of like, you know? We reached out to him. He never. He never. He, never, he only that, focused on. What about that girl? Catch me outside. You turned that down, right? Yeah. Didn't you? Yeah. Why? I, why would I talk to a 12-year-old about trying to sound like she's hood? There you go. See, you ain't only about that ratings. And you know what? Before we go, I have to say this because people fucking, like people who haven't listened to you over the years or may not understand, 
with the the scheduling of of of, of ra- people say like why do they play the same music? Mm, no, people, yeah. We're not getting into this whole conversation. We, but it's what I, not no, that complicated. But what I mean, explain them to people who are listening. People don't listen that long. People on average listen for about eleven or twelve minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, unlike the people who are tuned into a podcast or people who go into uh, a movie theater or go buy a concert ticket, people that are listening to FM radio are just scanning. Generally speaking, we're talking about millions of people are just looking for something that's interesting. So the odds of you keeping somebody locked in with a song that they know or a song by an artist that is already familiar to them is better odds than trying to play something that is unfamiliar to them. And I bet you if everybody stopped and thought about what they did in their most intimate times, Mm. I bet you you are doing something that is very familiar and comfortable to you mm. especially in morning drive people don't wake up with people they don't know or True. don't don't like you ain't just waking up with anybody you're turning on somebody that's going to make you feel good mm. you know what i'm saying the same way your mom made you feel good Shit. your dad made you feel good when especially when they cook that food right who, who's up next man who do you think and i don't mean artists meaning like who do you who do you see making moves out here that you uh, cuz you know sometimes um, we don't we don't like put that out on, there. on the radio or whatever. Anyway, source that you think him that that is that I is, mean, I don't I, I think Jesus and Mero have a, 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 a are gonna I mean they're not they're ne- next, fouling, but I'm saying yeah, I'm saying they're about to go to a whole other place. Mm-hmm. Who else do you see? Um any type of, you know, uh, personalities? Yeah, or? I think low key with what he's doing with the Henny Palooza and the hosting and the trap karaoke, I think that's gonna really turn into something crazy. I think that um Hmm. Um, I think academics, you know, even though the internet likes to come for him, he's he's in a place now that if he finesses it and really hones in on, on got a great platform to himself. Yeah, but I think he needs to really focus on why he was doing and posting the videos that he was doing, and focus on being who be who you are, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like be in there. Um. You know, if that's not really who you are, sure. then you know the 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 public is gonna pull that out you. You know, um, I'm trying to think of someone else. Um, and um, it's all right. You know, I mean, you know, you know. Obviously, uh, my little sister Scotty Beam is working hard. She she left. She she left here. Yeah, right? yeah she's getting yeah. out here, getting this other money, man. Yeah. Traveling around, and that's how it should be. Sometimes yeah. if somebody reaches a ceiling in a, in, a, in a spot, you know, they go and find it, and, and then they come back. Sometimes thing. it's just like it's like anything else, man. Sometimes you move out the hood to just come back and buy the sure. building. Sure, see that's that's that should be the key. This is the last thing. Because you're such sometimes, and I keep on using the word rah rah, because some people don't know Ebro to be so soft. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> who who are some of the people over the years that may not heard you say something special about them at hot that you want to say something about? Like, what I do you think of Laura heard? Styles? I love Laura Styles, but mm-hmm. she knows I tell her that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the people that came and gone that you maybe you, you know maybe you never got a chance to say nothing to that you want to? Nah, talk always, about always, always. You always. So you always give people their roses while they're here. Yeah, man. If I if, if like Angie knows, like every I can't think of somebody that doesn't know that I love them. Mm. Mm. And that's powerful enough. Um, or that I think that they're dope, or you're doing a great job, or mm. I don't. Um, if you're out there, <laughs> wherever you are, internet, listen, Ebro Darling, to text me and let me know that I've not communicated my love for you on Twitter. What is it, Old Man Ebro? Yeah. 
and um, on Instagram everywhere. Old, old man, man Ebro. Yeah. Old man Ebro. Why old man? Why old man? Um, I felt like in hip hop, I was, I was the old guy. You know what I mean? In a young, in a, in a game where you know I'm 42, man. Yeah. People really think, like, like I'm. It's relative to the world that I'm in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And and I knew that, you know, I was just I'd seen a lot, I'd done a lot. I'm I'm um jaded, you know, which is why I'm slow to I'm slow to move to the next musical trend or hip hop style. You know what I'm saying? Like takes me a while. But you man. fuck with the young kids too though. Yeah, no. Some yes. of them some of them feel like you comfort them, but you fuck I with do comfort them. Yeah. yeah. Cuz you want to see better? Cuz I want to see what you got. Mm. The same way when fucking Lonzo Ball gets on his motherfucking NBA court, these motherfuckers going to be dunking on his motherfucking ass. Well, and also people who thought that he was shit, like in brands saying, ah, no, we ain't going to fuck with them. This kid balls out this year. Fucking brands are going to be jumping on his dick. Yeah, but that's the game. That's just how it is. Make something of what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, I'm irritated. I'm irritated by the idea that um, people feel like you could just get into shit, Mm, especially mm. something as uh, 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 of... Influential and as hip hop, think about that. Mm. Hip hop has influenced the entire fucking planet, mm. and people talk about it like, "No, nah, I should be able to." Nah, man, yo, my man's deserve. Yeah, your man don't deserve shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, think nah, about nah, that. I, I, I hear it. Like, people gave their lives for this shit. Yeah, lives, their entire life. That's why I be ready like motherfuckers. I used to tell people all the time, you walk outside this radio station now with your head on a swivel. Get your motherfucking face knocked off out mm, here. Mm. You go deal with some of these neighborhoods and some of these people and you don't be like a real motherfucker that's going to tell somebody the honest truth. I don't like your song. Mm. You go ahead and fuck with some of these savages, these wolves out here and be like, nah, yeah, nah. Nah, yeah, nah means yeah. Yeah. Maybe means yeah. yeah. You better say, I don't like it. It's not for me. But the audience too is is in hip hop. That you know, we 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 push. You know, to I feel it's a young man's game because we push people out. Like meaning, like you know, I always make this comment. Barry Manilow is touring all over the world. Nobody's saying you old fuck. Like they're going to see him religiously. Well, there what? is somebody saying you old fuck. It's just not his fans. But why in just hip-hop? like people, but why in hip hop? Why in hip hop? Well, like it's relative though. Like Barry Manilow. Um, what, genre, what, what genre of music is that? I don't even know. I don't even know. But if that if that genre, whatever it is, soft rock, yeah, if that was still a thing, okay, there would be a young band coming up to be like, no, we respect Barry Manilow. I'm not touring with that. Okay, but what about Billy Joel? Right? He he he. he What genre of music is that? Americana. I I don't know. No, I I guess Billy Joel. I I guess the point is this: first, music in general is competitive, but hip hop is very competitive. And so where you have a Jay-Z, Jay-Z got to fight for his slot still. But very few people like Jay-Z, that he could be that old, still in this There's game, still relevant. very few people relevant. like Barry Manilow. True. But what I'm saying is the, the audience will be like, yo, he ain't relevant no more. Like, and by know. the way, Neil Diamond out here crushing Barry Manilow. Listen, Let's keep it 100. Love on the rocks. Who you got, Neil Diamond versus Barry Manilow? Man, you know what? Nah, it, see, nah. Nah, nah see, hold if up. we was having a rap I, conversation, we wouldn't allow that bullshit. Nah, nah. Neil Diamond versus Barry Manilow. I go with Neil Diamond, That's but right. Barry Manilow has some good hits. I'm nobody saying that. I'm saying you got to choose. And I'm mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. if you ask Neil Diamond and Barry Manilow, and you put them in the same Bro, space. America. America. Be coming to America. That song is fucking Diamond. Diamond. But that's, that's what I'm saying. That's when you put on that suit, even put on the shoes yo, and no I'm socks. I'm just telling you, Neil Diamond is not fucking with Barry Manilow in real life. I know, but the, but you're right. The fan no, like, they're not getting along. You can't put them in the same space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
You're not putting Neil Diamond and Barry Manilow on the same stage. Mm. No. It's not happening. Somebody said a long time ago, I think it was Cutmaster Cool V. Mm. I had him on an episode. He said they should do tours with young artists and old artists. So you give the fan base. Okay. The young artists ain't doing that. Okay. Do you think that's a good idea? They give a fan base to, to see some of the forefathers and then also see some of the younger. Like, so it's like you kind of like. Good for who? Good for the audience. Good for the fans. I don't think an 18-year-old wants to go to a concert with their parent. Mm. Mm-hmm. Where in the where when we was eighteen did we want to hang out with our fucking parents? Bro, my daughter doesn't even what want 20, me to drop her off. That's what I'm on, saying. What twenty four year old is like, yo, yo, dad, I want to hang out with you tonight and go see the fucking rap show. Fuck out of here. Yeah, let me tell you something, man. I want to tell you this last thing about my daughter. For my daughter, sweet sixteen, I wanted to do a video for her mm-hmm. of people like checking out, you know, uh, uh, just giving her a shout. Mm-hmm. I got Ross. I got the locks. Got Ti. I got uh, uh, Victor Cruz. I got uh, uh, Trinidad James. I got uh, a couple other people. I even had you put I, Trinidad James at your daughter with your daughter. You no, 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 vetoed that bullshit. No, no, just it was just it was just you know wishing a sweet sixteen. Greg Greg Street had hooked up. You're funny. You don't like Trinidad? No, I'm just saying. Like I like him personally, but the fact that Premium Pete put. <laughs> Allowed Trinidad James near his daughter. No, he wasn't near my daughter. I'm talking about it was a video. Oh, okay. It was a video. That's just, close enough. Bro. Just, <laughs> you're a sick fuck. But hear me out. Hear me out. I did. I did that. I even had Drake, but Drake, but Drake never came back. I hit Nico. I'm cool with the camp from mm-hmm. from a long time ago. I hit Cole. I hit all them. They were supposed to do it. You'd be surprised. A little video of you taping something. You'd be surprised how hard it's to get. Mm-hmm. Bro, even Bun was having hard times to get that for Queenie. You mm-hmm. know. Um, Bieber's like Bun's cool with uh, Bieber's DJ. I was gonna get Bieber, but I was about to have a fucking lit ass fucking. But I got a good enough. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when she watched it, she was like, and she knows these are. She was like, eh, yo, she 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 was sixteen. Now she's gonna be eighteen. Yo, her friends, the boys she's hanging around with. Yo, like what the fuck? We're gonna you know the locks or Ti or Raw. They're like it's crazy. So now I'm cool, but for that moment. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing that your daughter. Could look at you, and you're right. Now that I think about this, we don't want to go nowhere with our parents like that. You're the dad, and they always love you. But as far as being, uh, I'm going to hang out with my friends. I know, I know. But you know what? When you're a single dad, I always want to hang out with my daughter. You know, I'll be honest with you, man. Love her, of course. I'll be honest with you, man. Now that things are changing, shit is hard, man. And and I I I used to give. I don't know how much you have followed my movement as far as being like a pops. But uh, I used to give so much advice, I still do to single dads and shit about, you know, you know I got divorced early. You know, she's two years old, you know, a weekend dad, but made more of a weekend. I would go down Tuesdays mm-hmm. for a slice of yeah. pizza. In the beginning, the years, it was easy. Now that shit is so hard. They don't want to hang out a lot. And I missed that. I'll be honest with you, I used to pick her up on Friday night. And I used to be so happy. Sunday, I swear to God, I used to drive away in tears with my eyes because it's like you drive them off and then you got to go live your life. That's your life. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you you try to stay with them. Like I remember you telling me, like, yo, I gotta spend with with, with uh, Issa. Mm-hmm. I gotta spend time with her. And then, yo, I forgot about me for years. I ain't getting somebody for ten. I don't want to go. But this is not. I'm just saying, man. You getting emotional? Nah, it's just premium. Pete's crying, guys. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not getting That's emotional. What's it's right just now. your kids. You know, I never forget. This is. Uh, but you gotta know what you're signing up for. I know, it's, and you gotta accept. You gotta accept, man. We have a hard time accepting. Accept. Know what it is, B. Don't, if you're fucking 45 and you still think you're going to put that album out, you might put that album out. Nobody's going to give a fuck. Yeah. 
your loved ones will be like, yo, dope, that's dope. I'm glad you follow your dreams. Got you got there, you followed it. It don't mean shit, but it means something to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're not doing it for everyone else. Same thing with your kids, man. You know, your kids, they'll come back around. You just be there for them. Sure, you just sure. make sure when that phone rings, you're there. Sure. You make sure when that important moment's going down, boom, they may not have invited you, but you in the back. You in the back. Sure, like, sure. I'm here, I see you, all right. Boom, I'm here when you need me. That's it. Sure. We need to be there uh, for, as fellow fathers you know, and just to uplift fellow yeah, fathers, man. But thank you, brother. I appreciate Premium Pete. You. Ebro What's the name show? What do you mean? It's the fucking self-entitled. Yeah. Premium Pete show. Dope, dope, dope. Ebro Darden. See you next episode. Incidents, if you like what you heard today, okay, then tweet me at the Premium Pete Show at Premium Pete or email me at the Premium Pete Show at gmail.com. You were fucking with it. You weren't fucking with it. I don't care. I ain't taking it personal. I want to know your thoughts, okay? And I'll tell you another thing. All my businesses out there, small business, big business, whatever business, if you want to advertise on the Premium Pete Show, email me at the Premium Pete Show at gmail.com and let's get something working. Let's figure it out, okay? I'll see you next week. Cheer. Forget about it.